0: So, Mike, I know you have a cameo party in L.A. coming up with, you know, all the cool kids. Yeah, that's right. I'm excited to let you know how things go. And you got in by owning a Cameo Pass NFT. Is that right? That's exactly right. But I thought, you know, nfts are just jpegs
1: yeah right you're just supposed to save as and then you know the same thing as owning the nft right uh no i i hey you know i actually didn't understand it all until i realized that i could use one of these nfts to actually get in an exclusive party in beverly hills that that kind of changed my thinking
0: yeah so you can you could do that and a whole lot more, I guess, by holding these NFTs. So we're going to take a look through some of the more, let's say, exotic use cases for NFTs, so we can fully understand the power of them. And then we're going to follow you to Beverly Hills next week. All right, well, let's roll that intro. Welcome to Rocketship.fm.
1: Rocket FM is produced in
0: partnership with Product Collective. We are your hosts, Michael Saka. And I'm Mike Belsito. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live small group cohort based trainings. join us go to gigantic.is that's gigantic.is and save your seat for our january cohort your potential is gigantic and we're here to help you reach it go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today so you probably saw the news recently about the board ape yacht club's new movie Here's a clip from the Crypto Break Room show on YouTube, kind of dropping the news.
2: So I love it when the crypto market has great collapse. And this is one of the best ones I've seen this year. So Coinbase being one of the biggest platforms out there for cryptocurrency, definitely one of the biggest exchanges, has partnered with Board8, the biggest NFT project going on right now. And they're probably in a way you might have never thought of. It definitely caught me by surprise. So earlier today, Coinbase made this announcement. No captioning, just a post that said, Something is coming, probably nothing.
1: Yes, that's right. And in this post, they tagged all of the Board 8 Yacht Club Twitter accounts, and speculators went
0: crazy. And shortly after, they dropped a trailer that announced that the Board 8 Yacht Club is getting its own film trilogy that's three, uh, with crypto exchange Coinbase actually behind the camera and production.
1: So they've already committed to three movies based on the hit NFTs.
0: That's right. And the first of the three installments for the series of these animated short films, the Degen Trilogy, will premiere at NFT.NYC in June, with the NFT community of apes and non-apes alike having a say in parts of the film's plot.
1: And this is the part where we see the utility of NFTs really come into play. As Bored Ape owners, they're invited to submit their apes for consideration as characters in the trilogy, along with made-up character descriptions that'll be reviewed by an actual Hollywood casting director.
0: So if you're the owner of a Bored Ape, you get the exclusive chance to build your character's personality for inclusion in the movie. Generally, the utilities we're seeing are extension of things that kind of already exist, right? Like a ticket, for instance, but... I don't know, this is unlike any utility we've ever seen before, like NFT or not.
1: Now, it's worth noting that the quality bar is still being maintained by the producers. In this case, Coinbase. So, it's not guaranteed that each NFT ape holder will be able to have their character and ideas written into the movie.
0: That's right. It's just an opportunity to participate. It's not a guarantee.
1: Okay, so... After their release, the films will be wallet-gated on the Coinbase (laughs) website, with users having to create a Coinbase wallet before they are able to actually view them. Now, this is obviously Coinbase's big acquisition
0: strategy to launch their much-anticipated Coinbase wallet. And I'm not sure how the license agreements will be drafted, but... The characters that are used in the movie, they could actually earn royalties as Bored Ape collectors have 100% of the monetization rights to these characters.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of what Universal Music Group is putting together with a board Ape music supergroup.
0: <laughs> That's right. The project created by 1022PM's founder Celine Joshua in collaboration with Jimmy McNeils, a leading NFT collector who apparently provided the apes for the group
1: now 1022 is a new
0: web 3 focused label that exists
1: under the universal music group umbrella
0: so they've purchased or they've licensed three board apes and one mutant ape to create this board ape group i guess it'll be like a gorilla style project they're calling it kingship
1: i mean who knows it could possibly work (laughs) i have no idea
0: it could, it could. But what's interesting is the holders of these NFTs have the opportunity to develop and monetize these characters. Say, the kingship group takes off much like the gorillas did. Well, Universal could theoretically sell off the rights to any of these characters individually as a part of that NFT contract.
1: Or maybe a more exciting example would be that an NFT holder is able to build a following around their ape and then sell or license that character to someone like the Universal Music Group.
0: Yeah, it's an opportunity for these NFT holders to create value for their investments. And the larger Bored Eight Yacht Club brand, or their parent company, Yuga Labs, is incentivized to continue creating value like this because... Well, I'm not really sure, actually. <laughs> okay, well, the first release of Bored Apes, they netted around $2 million. Um, while the second, which was the Mutant Apes, they made around $96 million. Then the studio also they generate revenue um, whenever a secondary sale happens. So if someone sells their ape on Rarible or OpenSea, Yuga Labs makes 2.5% of that sale. And that's just written into the smart contract It's automatically delivered. Now these board apes in their lifetime have sold over 3 billion in lifetime trading volume. So the founders of Yuga Labs have already managed to collect another 60 million in secondary sale income. Additionally, the studio would also receive a portion of the revenue generated through other secondary transactions. Uh, this could be like royalty fees from music sales or other content associated with the apes. A leaked pitch deck revealed that YouGood Labs generated $137 million from secondary transactions alone in 2021. Okay, that is definitely crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But we have a lot of ground to cover here. So why don't we take a quick break now and we will be back with more right after. Bye. So before the break, we were discussing some of the additional utilities that NFTs can hold. Yeah, monetization
1: rights, access, even the exclusive rights to have your character be a part of a Hollywood movie. Now,
2: how about land rights? Um, sure. Why not? There was just a huge announcement that was made once again from the Board Ape Yacht Club team, Yuga Labs, confirming a metaverse that they are creating. Yuga Labs, the creators of Board Ape Yacht Club, have just announced they are creating a metaverse, which is going to be called The Other side, and there is going to be land that will be involved with this metaverse right here. This has caused a wave of conversation throughout the NFT space, and a lot of people have just become extremely excited for this land release that has been confirmed by Yuga Labs to be dropping here in April.
0: Yuga Labs grand metaverse plan will kick off the sale of virtual land in the form of NFTs, which will be linked to plots in the metaverse game. These plots will contain distinct traits such as natural resources, artifacts, and and in some case rare characters
1: in total 200 000 plots will be distributed and Yuga hopes to raise 178 million
0: dollars in addition to secondary sale proceeds now that's digital space right I think we kind of understand that but what about physical space I'm talking trustless property titles
1: there's actually a European-based startup property that's connecting an nft with a physical property that allows for straightforward usage and easy collateral Actually, here's Adam from Proppy explaining a bit more about this.
2: People reach out and say, Hey, what's the benefit of NFT in your home, selling your home as an NFT on the Proppy.com marketplace. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the sell side. So if I'm a seller, if I'm a homeowner, wanted to transact, uh, sell my home, what's the benefit. So there, there are a couple main points that I, that I always talk about. One is from the sell side, I have hundred percent control of the process. So what I mean by that is I list my home as an NFT on the property.com marketplace within that listing packet. I've got the appraisal already done. I've got the inspection already done. I've got all of my legal and, and title and docs already done. I place the home into the NFT on the platform. If I go to sell that house at the date of transaction, that's the date of closing, when my house goes live, I'm live on the marketplace. The end of that day, I get funded wallet to wallet. It's
0: pretty crazy. Propy offers a transaction platform with which each NFT comes with access to ownership-transferred paperwork. The first Propy-hosted NFT auction sold an apartment for 36 ETH, or $96,000, at the time of the sale.
1: Okay, so clearly NFTs are more than just JPEGs. They could be a whole new way of storing and transferring value of anything.
0: Yeah, and then there are projects that are more fun, like... Blockchain socks. <laughs> so here's a clip from Gail from uh, the YouTube channel Hyperchange on this innovative idea.
3: What up, Hyperchange? Welcome to another episode. Today we are talking about an insane story. I can't even believe that happened, but I have to tell you because I I just got to document this. Um, this is a crypto investment that I made three years ago that uh, that was a wallet that I lost that I regained access to and that has turned out to be the best investment of my whole life in terms of percentage probably will never ever be topped so i got to i got to tell you the story it's mind boggling so take you back i want to say summer mid 2018 crypto boom has already passed we sort of hit that peak 2017 crypto wave um, one of my friends, Mike Demerai, huge shout out. He deserves like the biggest shout out because none of this would have happened without him. And he's an amazing person to follow for crypto crypto schemes. So we meet up at his Brooklyn apartment. We're like, yo, let's go to McCarran Park, talk about crypto, start scheming. So one of our ideas that we've always talked about is how do you get collectible streetwear on the blockchain? You know, growing up in New York, seeing the Supreme line every day when I'm rocking around NYU campus, it's just massive line out the block for the Supreme t-shirts to get these limited edition t-shirts. And you know, someone who's been collecting sneakers has bought a, ton of fake sneakers has gotten scammed, but loves this game of collecting limited edition streetwear. And I think this is the future of everything. Look at what Yeezys is doing. You know, the Jordan resale market is worth billions of dollars. Look at watches. Just this entire idea that collectibles are art and streetwear and sneakers are slowly getting into that echelon. And there's so much excitement there. And so Mike goes, dude, you know how we've been talking about that? Well, guess what? There's this new thing called Unisocks. these crypto socks, because we've always been talking about, you know, what are the use cases for smart contracts and the blockchain authentication? You know, you can verify that this is yours, it's a legitimate one. I mean, isn't this perfect for sneakers and Yeezys and Supreme Drops? And all of this limited edition collectible stuff should be on the blockchain so we can verify that it's legit and trade it digitally, not IRL. This is an insane breakthrough, right? And so... Mike's like, yo, there's these socks that were like 12 or 15 bucks. Now they're trading for 60 or 55 bucks. And they're these purple unisocks. I thought they were swag. I love the design. I was like, okay, these are kind of cool. And they were launched by this crypto exchange called Uniswap. And he's like, dude, these, this is it. This is a tokenized sock. This is Yeezys on the blockchain, but it's not Yeezys. It's socks, but it's technology. This is the, this is like, this incredible breakthrough because it's the first ever time we've had a real life limited edition physical good sort of IPO on the Ethereum blockchain. And and, and the way this works and why the Unisocks were so amazing is because you, you didn't have to buy the sock, you bought the token. So you bought the rights to one sock. There's only 500 pairs ever made, right? So you get the rights. To one of these socks, and you don't have to redeem it. So that that token, that socks token, is tradable. And then when you want to redeem it, and I want so if if, if I want to, you know, all these Yeezys come out, and let's say 50% of the Yeezys, uh, people are just holding on to as an investment or for their closet for wearing in a future date. So 50% of them, people are buying, but they're just holding at their house, storing, losing value, not being stored perfectly, counterparty risk, all that stuff, um, just like not insured. It's really difficult, right? But imagine if that 50% that was used to collect, that was used to invest, um, could be traded as a token, and you'd have to take possession of that physical asset that would be an amazing breakthrough in the friction of this entire market
1: okay so the unisox is a really fun experiment but what it showcased was the power of owning an nft it can be transferable to
0: physical products absolutely let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back with more
1: okay so before the break we were discussing how nfts could be utilized for physical objects such as socks
0: yeah it's a a bit silly but it illustrates the power and utility of an nft so the way it works is the nft acts as a redeemable token that can be bought and sold infinitely
1: but once one of the holders wants to redeem that token for a physical good they burn the token or delete it so that no one else can own it and in exchange they're sent the physical good it represents
0: this opens up a whole new world for managing like collectibles right like gal was saying in that hyperchange clip this could be used for shoe collectors or art collectors pokemon cards really anything
1: okay so what happened with that unisoc project gal from hyperchange buys the sock originally for sixty dollars and then a couple of years go by
3: and i check the price of these unisocks and I see Mike tweeting and he's like bro $4,000 for a price of this sock and I'm like dude was that the sock I bought for 60 bucks? Like lo and behold, it's become a total cult thing in the Ethereum network. It validated this incredible, you know, easy's on the blockchain theory of limited edition streetwear that could be tokenized and then sold and then be traded as a liquid asset. Now the market cap is millions of dollars of these socks. Um, you know, I, I think about 185 of them have been redeemed. So there's only about 300 or so that are actually left ready to be redeemed as the tokens and the supplies is decreasing. Um, and they're trading for $4,000. They're getting hype. Everybody's talking about them. Um, next thing even faster forward to like the Coinbase IPO. You see one of the Coinbase founders rocking the Unisocks on the IPO video as a flex. Like it was just getting into pop culture that happened earlier, but still. And I'm like, Oh my God, Mike, I'm losing my shit. Like, I, you know, these socks, I lost the wallet. I, I traded in my iPhone. I don't even have access to it. And he's like, bro, you better find that piece of paper. So long story short, I forget about it because I'm on the West coast. I'm like, Oh, when I get back to New York, I'll search in my closet and find this little scribble piece of paper and get my wallet and f- have a Unisock. And not only was it a Unisock that was worth $4,000, but the, the exchange uniswap that created the unisoc it's airdrop basically of a present to all the unisoc buyers or holders of a thousand uni tokens and now uniswap was blowing up so those thousand uni tokens worth a couple thousand dollars so all of a sudden my 60 60 dollar investment is worth like eight grand and i'm just losing all but i don't have access to this wallet like this account i'm locked into that i put 60 bucks in now it's like it's just mind-boggling
0: so he eventually finds the code and he's able to redeem the socks
1: when a socks holder wants to redeem their token for a physical pair of unisocks like we discussed the tokens burned reducing the number in circulation while holders might be hesitant to burn their tokens to receive a non-durable good like a pair of socks Uniswap incentivizes holders by sending them an NFT once they've redeemed their socks.
0: Unlike physical items, which can't really be displayed to a large audience like you can online, the Unisocks NFT enables socks redeemers to show that they have ownership all across the internet, since they burn the NFT. Right. So there's platforms like Showtime Gallery, Lazy.com, building out ways to showcase these NFTs so you can show off, you know, to all the cool kids on the internet how cool you really are. And so this
1: fun experiment by Uniswap inspired a whole host of projects like Zora, Foundation, the St. Fame DAO, while they're helping to push forward the concept of a limited edition physical goods on the blockchain, making it easier for collectors to store their collections without necessarily needing to always store the physical good.
0: Well, I think you have a party to get to. Uh,
1: yeah, I should probably start packing. I don't know. What do you, what do you wear to an NFT party? I have no idea. <laughs>
0: I don't know. We should probably call someone and ask. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear what stories you bring back. Well, hopefully that'll be in next week's episode. Until then, for Mike Belcito, I'm Michael Saka, and this is Rocketship.fm.